Welcome to Add to Party, a friendship simulator masquerading as a new show. I'm your host, James Hartwell, and I'm joined by Charles Yamat, and I'm joined by Andy Kay. Budding essay journalist. <laughs> video yeah. essay, James. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. That's right. That's right. One hour plus videos. That is what we we said Andy needs to do to become a video essayist. Listen, dear listeners. And are we live streaming right now? Yeah. And, yeah. and current watchers, it was proposed to me that I could be a video essayist yeah. um, and do better at least than Sunny V2, who's the trash that said that uh, their friend who came out as trans is going to ruin Mr. Beast's career. And it's like, okay, okay, that deserved an hour. I can fill an hour with better content. You but could. I don't know what I would be a video essayist of. I yeah. like the video essays on leftist politics and um, about how uh, Kirby Kirby Forgotten Kingdoms is an oh. indictment of capitalism. Oh my, that's uh, perfect. Yeah, I could make a Comrade Kirby video. There you go. Could, okay, but if we're gonna follow the video essay formulas, you guys, formulist formula, we're gonna need. Hmm. We need interesting set pieces. Okay. So wow. I'm going to have to. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Do I like, am I candid and just film in my apartment or do I just do random shots of myself in the park with my hair flying everywhere? Do I go in front of random pieces of art that I find interesting, but no one else will? I don't. I know. mean, I don't. You don't have to insert yourself into it. Most of the lore videos I watch, I don't know what the person looks like. Oh, if I'm a video essayist, you're looking at me. This is about a human connection. I'm talking about real things. I mean, you could also become a YouTube reaction star. Uh, what? You watch. You could like put clips of like Milf Island up and react to it. <laughs> Milf, <laughs> Milf Manor, James, please. Or is it two? <laughs> is it two separate <laughs> things? I, I, I honestly don't know. <laughs> That's I wouldn't it. want to, you know, I'm very lazy at telling you're the making me Google right. this, Charles. I hate you. It's Milf Manor, James. I think it's that, Milf that, Manor. That, that oh, was a hot yeah. Nope, there's Milf Island. There's a oh, Milf there's a Island? Milf Island? <laughs> yeah. Is it the sequel to Milf Manor? Yeah. Milf oh, no, Manor wait, no, no. It's, for a couple no it's, a, it's an episode of 30 Rock. No, no, no. Oh, it's okay. okay. It's okay. Milf Manor. Yeah. Okay. Oh God! It's like, don't swipe. tell me. <laughs> like, don't tell me. There's two separate TV shows that would just milf in the title. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's a. By the way, we're not talking about porn. There's a. <laughs> <laughs> These are reality TV shows. Yeah. Uh, in in which mothers and their sons are uh in a dating reality show, but they're not supposed to date each other. Just no. to be clear, not supposed to. <laughs> God, but God, those producers are crossing their fingers. God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it is supposedly a surprise. The sons and their mothers did not know that each Wait, other. Why do you know so much about computer. this? <laughs> because did you not see Twitch reactors blew up when MILF Manor came out? Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Like, okay. Okay. I just <laughs> wanted to make sure that's also why you know about it. <laughs> uh, well, listen, I. I it was a big enough pitch that I would have been like, you know what? I do want to see the first episode. I need to see the reactions of these people. I won't judge. Um, but it's not, 
I don't have a streaming service. Well, actually, I think I did find a way uh, thanks to one of my best friends. And uh, unfortunately, I'm too lazy to log back in uh, to, find, to, to watch the stream. That is tough. That is tough. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I, yeah. Couldn't, I couldn't even watch the reactions for it. It's so disgusting. I cringed <laughs> so hard when I heard it, about it. It's so uncomfortable. No, it's it's crazy. It. It's crazy. I can't believe. Uh, I, I you know I, I was thinking I was like when it, where's the bottom? Where's our bottom? I don't know. I'm. What I feel like we're nearing it. I just I don't. I mean, like we're short of having <laughs> to go back even further. Uh, Mr. Beast video where the contestants are. Uh, Competing to uh, not get kicked out of their house. Like <laughs> South Park episode already? Didn't South Park do that already? I mean, they must oh, have, right? Yeah. Uh, made, made fun of like reality shows for basically Mr. Beast or like Mr. B stuff. Like, Ooh. if you stay in this circle, you can get the kidney. You need to live or something like <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> Which, hold on. I'm not necessarily shitting on Mr. Beast. <laughs> It's it is a, it's a natural progression of where that's going to go someday, but I don't harbor any ill will towards Mr. Beast. No, Jimmy, Jimmy, as I call him, you Jimmy, know, best friends. We, Jimmy, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Beast. Yeah. And I guess to give some context to that recent videos of Mr. Beast has been him, uh, gamifying, not necessarily gamifying, but basically, uh, being a philanthropist and doing For what entertainment. our health insurance doesn't. And uh, paying for either procedures for people to be able to see or devices to help people to be able to hear. Um, and uh, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah. But right now, 10,000 people more can see and 10,000 more people can hear. So God bless you, Jimmy. And thanks for buying one of them as water ski and Ooh. another of them taking them to target for a shopping spree of toys <laughs> and all of these yeah. different things i mean honestly yeah. i mean okay here's here's my actual um barometer of whether or not a contest is you know made from good people mm. whether or not they also pay for the taxes uh of oh, their gifts sure. <laughs> Like, so if Mr. B said, also, we paid for the taxes because they're written off as additional income for helping these procedures, <laughs> it would, I'd be like, there you go. Now that's a guy. What a man. <laughs> oh, I was laughing because I turned on the Mr. Beast video. And when the people start being able to hear, it's like a Bluetooth thing. Switched. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> literally listeners at home when they can start to hear it shows a toggle icon on screen like your phone and it toggles when they can start to hear yeah i mean that's just that's just good editing i mean yeah. i'm not even mad about it although just, although look i want to be very clear the um <laughs> the thumbnail upsets me but th youtube thumbnails upset me in general <laughs> yeah yeah i mean again right this is the uh, this is part of the algorithm mm -hmm. apparently thumbnails like this and the style of editing like those is attractive for the most amount of people yeah. Hundred million. 39 million views yeah in just like three days right oh no i'm sorry 41 million that's for the seeing one for the hearing one which came out three days ago he's already at 41 million views oh my yeah. gosh like think about someone like some of the best youtube videos you've ever seen 
And then also think how rare it is, like for their view counts, <laughs> like how high it would be. Where, where, where's Gungam style at these days? Wasn't it? Uh, it got yeah, it got supplanted by something else, wasn't it? Four point. We're at four point seven billion views on Gangnam Style. It wasn't that good. It was an international hit, Andy. I guess billions of views, you guys. Also, he's, also he's an Asian guy that is not conventionally handsome. You got, I got, yeah. <laughs> you know, as a minority, I feel like I have to be defensive for everything. <laughs> Just like as long as he's you know not white, I have to be like, hey, you know what, guys, we gotta. <laughs> you, you know, here's the thing I love too on videos that are like over five years old sure. seeing that there are people still commenting as of even seven minutes ago oh my <laughs> god i i do that for music videos like our um and like old performances of like concerts i just look and there's always somebody like come back to this every month oh like, yeah, it really yeah. sends me yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like yeah Aww. andy remember that one um live performance of simple and clean by utada that we watched once i think so yeah and like there's a cut of that guy like really feeling himself oh, while, yeah. the, while singing along oh yeah yeah i watched that again and i went man what a good concert what and a song. good concert what a and good song what are you uh, th- this is the uh, current uh oh yeah highest. baby shark yeah it makes sense wait yeah. baby shark how many views is that at 12 billion andy well that's uh, now, children now now james do me a favor and not yeah. finish playing it because I've actually never seen the video. Oh, I've never seen it either. Nor have I. Well, I know the song uh, mostly because of Ted Lasso. <laughs> Jamie Tart. Do, 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 do. Um, but that's fair. All right. Back to the original point of becoming a video essay. Oh. <laughs> Andy. Yeah. Uh, I want to tell you, this has been my note. Maybe you need to find the new niche of, of video essayists. Tell and me. this is something I've been watching lately. Zelda Lord is sleep too. <laughs> it's oh. like a mix of ASMR and video essay. Okay. All you right. know what? I got recommended um, something like this too. Like lore videos to sleep to. Yeah. Interesting. It might have been this too, actually. So what is it? Are they I just did not like click on it. Speaking closely into <laughs> it. Oh, oh, I mean, it's just it's a very soothing voice. It's very even toned. Sure. It has good soothing music in the background. So there's nothing like attention getting, right? Yeah. But it's just it's just a nice constant flow mm. of information. And what have you learned? I mean, I, I knew most of it already. <laughs> I was just gonna I wanted to call you out for being a fake fan. Yeah. You didn't know that about Zelda lore? Yeah, I know most of everything about Zelda lore. Sadly. No, sadly. If I, if you I'm know, that's upsetting. Essay. That chicken with the human. Oh, yeah. Animal. Yeah, those chickens from Twilight Princess are very weird. And they talk oh, to you. Oops. Yeah, oh, that's worse. That's much yeah, worse. Yeah, they, they speak they speak Hylian. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, well, okay. Charles, can I make it even worse for you? You're finding it's children. What does what? that mean? Yeah, so the that the one he picked up, that's one of its kids. The one you talk to is like the mother. Oh, so it's bigger? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> now. Is this still the same with the chicken with the saggy boobs? Yes. Okay, okay. There's just a bigger one. I thought Andy, I please. 
It said, save your comments for MILF Manor. I just- <laughs> <laughs> Listen, these are my hot takes. Andy, I, I honestly, maybe video essayist isn't for you. And by the way, we have two stories today, so we're going to vamp like hell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but I think, yeah, no. YouTube reactor, though, Andy, I, that's actually. No. No, you're a, you're a hot take machine, Andy. That is literally the only thing I've told Google not to recommend to me. Well, that, that's perfect. And that way you're not you you can be your own man and do it. It just feels so patronizing. Well, a lot of the times it's like music, famous music producer reacts to uh, Aerith's theme. And then it's just like them, like looking super surprised. And it's just like this is like. Why do I want validation from a stranger? Like, I know he's lying or overreacting. And it's just like, it's just weird. It just feels weird. That's not helping me grow. I mean, here's the thing, Eddie. You don't have to do like that thing. It's, you can be like, um, my partner introduced me to a category of YouTube creators I like to call soft boys. Oh, yeah. Just very non-threatening white boys that you know react to things uh, <laughs> Charles, you know danny gonzalez no yeah see this uh, is the thing right he's six million subscribers his, huh? last, his videos gets 2.6 million views you've never what fucking heard this? of him yeah. yeah i've never heard of him he just he like he's very funny to be clear i i i, I do danny gonzalez yeah i well, I, I, did, I, I didn't hear your name he's funny oh you like danny gonzalez oh yeah, you know who danny funny. gonzalez is yeah yeah you could be like a danny gonzalez andy okay I don't know if I could be that clever, but then again, I mean, he's been doing it for a while. So these are the soft boys. Yeah, these are the soft boys. Oh, I'm trying to think okay. what the other ones are. I think Curtis Connor is another one. Curtis Connor is fun. I know him. Do you know Chad Chad? Chad, I know Chad Chad. Yes, Chad Chad's fun. Chad See, Chad isn't a soft boy though. Chad Chad is a, is a she's woman. A, she's a girl, <laughs> so she can't be a soft boy. That's but right. really what I consider these videos, listeners at home, um, there's like I found that there's a category of where people react to TikToks um, and other like memes floating around the Internet. And so they'll like kind of like summarize these memes to you um, and then react. And a lot of them have leftist slants to them, which I like. Uh, so I think that's how they wound up in my algorithm because a lot of them were like criticizing the manosphere when that was a big thing, blah, 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 blah. But they're interesting and they're fun. Um, and Chad Chas talking about Digimon. Yep. Hey guys, remember Digimon? Yeah. Well, that's Curtis Connor. I was talking about. He collects oh, Digimon trading cards and yeah. actually had a very interesting video. This is actually the one that I'm playing right now. Which is about him trying to find like the series sick Digimon battle cards or whatever, which are like incredibly rare. Um, to be clear, I make fun of them and I call them the soft boys. They're still pretty entertaining. Uh, yeah, they're they're interesting. Also, also uh, Jenna Marbles, God rest her soul. She's not dead. Um, no, I, so, so that, I, she was like one of the first people, I think, or at least like one of the first big people to start doing TikTok reacts. I think. Oh, yeah, I, I'm a. Uh, yeah, I definitely I like the story of Jenna Marbles um, in the sense of uh, listeners. If you don't know what happened with her, she was a YouTube content creator. She was in a couple other platforms, too. Um, she had made some problematic videos a long time uh, a while ago. And then um, when things came out later they, they on. Were- 
I know they like, weren't that. They weren't so offensive. They could. They were yeah. loosely yeah. offensive. Yeah, and not um, to completely justify it, but that's yeah. just what YouTube was at the time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Like, it was. It's, it was. That's just it, what YouTube. Yeah, I would. I would liken it to our high school humor when we didn't know better. Yeah, yeah. it's like edgy um, high school humor. Yep. And then now as we're adults, we go, you know what? That was pretty stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I probably shouldn't yeah. have said those things. Yeah, yeah. probably. Um, right. The benefit right. for us is they weren't on <laughs> YouTube videos <laughs> with hundreds of billions of views. Yeah, and and she also did not does not stand for it either. And she uh, publicly apologized and then also just said, I'm done. I quit. And yeah. she left. Um, mm-hmm. And then seemingly lives a happy life. I'd heard... Uh, one time that she got married and then yeah so i i I was swearing that she got pregnant and that was the reason she left because it's like you do not want to be pregnant while in the middle of youtube but no doesn't seem like it so i thought she just got canceled hard and then she was sick of it and left i mean both right i mean like the releasing but she like took ownership which was the weird thing right She's like, yeah, I did this, and I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm not too familiar, so I don't. I shouldn't summarize her. Story. Yeah, I don't know enough. Yeah, Char- Charles, do you know Jarvis Johnson? I do nope. know Jarvis Johnson. I like so. I, I'll give my and, and you know this is like another fun joke about like YouTube and content creation, right? Again, these are all very popular people with millions and millions of views. He was I've at, at Crater Clash. He fought um, Aaron from Game Grumps. Oh really? Well, that was, yeah. was that this year's. Then? Yeah, this year's. Yeah. Uh, I um I honestly didn't care to watch it. Oh, <laughs> like, neither did he, I. But I just he lost it's uh, big enough. He's big enough to be in there. That's I guess my point. <laughs> yeah. So so like um yeah, my thing about React content and everything else comes from live streaming and Twitch. Sure. And um so uh and to be honest with you, they do overlap. Uh in um in spears but like if if somebody didn't just go and outright mention somebody it was uh i i just don't know about them and it's weird that it it happens like that but i'm just like um just like a couple years ago when james andy and i were at pax east and there was a giant line for somebody in the hallways and we're like what's that line for and then somebody said yep somebody said uh, that Markiplier is over there, and all of us went, "Who the fuck Who is Markiplier?" <laughs> we weren't Minecraft kids; we didn't know. Actually, <laughs> I, I was thinking, Minecraft, I think, was he? I think I knew who Markiplier was. I just didn't care. <laughs> I, oh, like, yeah. I didn't watch his content. Like I had heard the name before, and but yeah. I still did not know just how popular he was. Yeah, and seemingly Markiplier seems like a reasonable person from other He's things I've seen him in. Yeah. Um, Andy, when do you have time to watch all this content? I didn't um, know you were such a big YouTuber fan. Wait, you didn't? No. Oh, James, this Our is voice <laughs> is cracked so this bad. Is, this is the problem of my life. When I complain yeah. about, oh, I don't play video games. Oh, yeah. I just don't do anything. <laughs> it's because you're watching fucking Eddie Burback and it's, on well, Danny no, Gonzalez. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You are so close right now to leftist YouTube. You're so close. The algorithm's gonna suck you in, James. Oh no, no, no don't worry. It's, it's, it's been trying. I, 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 I don't get there. Yeah, that's what takes up my time. Listen, the likes of like ContraPoints, FD Signifier, 
Big Joel. Okay, there's um, what who's the new one? Noah Samson, I know, has been on the scene recently. Um, H Bomber guy, he's one of the OG. There's like oh. you just get sucked. Andy, you're so hooked in on these. Th- I don't know any of these. Let, things. Y- listen, join leftist YouTube, James. It's so no. dangerous. YouTube has learned to not recommend anything to me that isn't a lore video. Like it's like he likes the creators he likes, and he likes yeah. the property he likes. So I'm just gonna not bother. <laughs> yep, that's how. That's that's my YouTube too. I I because I always v- vehemently. To press do not recommend on my home for anything that isn't something I'm already subscribed to. <laughs> like, like I want my homepage on YouTube to re- recommend me old videos of the people I subscribe to. That's like, <laughs> that's what I want. I don't want to see new people or, or <laughs> if the people I like did a collab with someone else, I'll allow it. I'll be oh, like, okay. Son of a bitch. I just clicked my home and I see an Eddie Burback video. Well, oh, it's listening. Really? Ooh, I want recommend to recommend channel. <laughs> Also, thank you, Chatter. Uh, reaction videos do take a lot of research, okay? No, it uh, does. And for all Nobody's saying they don't. Oh, you were just dis- deriding them so – or maybe I was. I don't know. Oh, my God. Eddie Burbank is on my homepage. <laughs> wow, I that's so impressive. I've seen him before. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't I even say that. Eddie. You said Eddie. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> Wait, so did my phone? Wait, my phone's not even in this room. Did my phone in the other room hear Eddie? Listeners. Oh my God. Go to YouTube right now and press your (laughs) (laughs) home. Have we been hit? This goes all the way to the top. (laughs) I'm genuinely freaked out right now. Oh my God. I've never even heard of him before. The de- Charles, was the video the death of late night TV for you? Uh, I don't know. It's uh, I don't him, like holding roses. Do you remember? Uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I think honestly, so. honestly, if you're going to watch one, watch the one where he goes to every rainforest cafe in America. <laughs> Wait oh, a minute. I think I heard somebody doing that. Yeah. That's that him. him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um. This is. Listen, if there's ever been a case that you're being listened to. Yeah. Well, I guess I have Google Home also. Maybe that's what that's true. Yeah. About. Yeah, Google Home is listening. Oh, my God. I'm like, "Eh, okay. I mean, if Eddie's good, I don't know. But, well, here's here's the whole thing. And I keep saying it over and over and over. I never do anything because, of course, I don't. But, like, I want to do a mass purge of all my YouTube. I I want to stop watching YouTube. I tried uninstalling it from my phone. You cannot. Why? You cannot get rid of it. Why do you want to stop watching YouTube? What else is there to watch? So much of my time. I'd rather be watching anime, playing video games, or working on my model kits. But instead, I rewatch video essays about I don't know something wrong with the world. And I and, and, like they still. I appreciate what they bring into my life. They're still good. I'm a better person for knowing that it, like that stuff and hearing those perspectives. But I don't need to keep rewatching them. I don't know what it is. It's just. I don't know. They just tickle my brain. It's it's just so you, easy to fall into. YouTube has a, a firm grip on my life, um, and mm. even more so now because did you hear that uh, they they got Poor the Paul. NFL Sunday ticket package now? Um, NFL who the Sunday ticket? Does YouTube so like? Oh, yeah, that YouTube. thing that that's yeah. so like that. Um, yeah, you get every NFL game. That. Yeah, yeah, and the red zone where it just shows you all the touchdowns. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, God damn it, YouTube. Just, I don't get just, it. Just it's mainline everything into my veins. It's all well, on there for free. 
Oh God, no! no. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pay four hundred dollars for the Ooh, privilege. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's just on YouTube. Yes. Hold okay. on. You so know I'm... what though? YouTube ever never advertised that to me, so uh, I guess well, yeah, they fucking know. <laughs> yeah, they know. <laughs> Who's this soft boy? And so if you don't if you don't get YouTube TV, which I don't have and I'm not getting, um, you have to pay three eighty nine for the season. Oh my god! And that's with the hundred dollar inaugural discount that ends on uh, June sixth. <gasps> that's so much money. Well, before the only way to get it was to install a Directv. <laughs> so you know what? Oh. Do people care that? Well, I guess they do care that much. Yeah, yes, Andy, they care a lot. So, how many footballs do you watch? How many footballs? Okay, shut up. That came out wrong. (laughs) Oh, man. Let's do the math. I wish wish this was to Andy's, like, like future son as the son is like into sports and Andy just talks how many footballs do you watch he says okay I'm 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 Andy the big football fan and I'm gonna watch on Sunday right I watch on Sundays uh, Thursday Thursday Sunday and Monday are I watch on well Thursdays I don't know if I can watch every Thursday well, Sundays, I don't know well, if I can watch if it's at night. It's one what? game. It's one game Thursday night. There's Thursday. the there's only one game Sunday night. That game's at usually night? at like well, wait, usually about eight p.m. The, the ticket though, the ticket lets me watch it live. Yes, and you can rewatch it, I believe, whenever you want as well. Okay, okay. So let's say I watch it on Sunday, and then Monday it's on two nights in a row. That's yeah. a commitment. And how many how many weeks is football on? Is uh, football is on? seventeen weeks, Andy. Oh, Jesus Christ! You don't get bored, okay? Three eighty nine. Actually, Andy, here's the thing: I do get bored, and that's what Red Zone is for. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. fair. Remember Red Zone when we were watching it on in Hawaii? I think so. Is yeah. that the one where you looked like you were like in a security room spying on? Yeah, people? and they had all the screens up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yes. Now, here's the thing. Okay, I um I am a football fan and I am watching once a week, a nice a nice night, um maybe with friends. It is $22 per viewing. And that's about a 3 or 4 hour experience, right? Yeah, uh, okay. it's, it's, it's two and a half. Okay, let's divide that by um oh wait, crap. What do I do? I do times maybe? No. No, divided by two. Okay, so it's about like ten bucks an hour, maybe a little less than ten bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Would I? Do I get enough joy to spend ten dollars an hour? And that's only for one nice evening. Uh, now, Andy, well, I mean Sundays all day, but yes. Oh, okay, Andy. Oh, yeah, I, I I do say that mm. that line of thinking of trying to get to that like. Uh, understanding of how much money equals to joy mm-hmm. is is uh is inconsistent of <gasps> measure. Why? Because oh. if you watch a, a movie, yeah, you say you could be like fifteen dollars or fifteen to twenty dollars for two hours of entertainment, mm-hmm. right? Ten dollars yeah. per hour, but a video game is especially the type of games we play. Mm-hmm. are longer than $10 per hour. It's true. 
And then we go, should we pay more money for all of our entertainment? To be fair, I don't know. It's not apples to apples, right? They're different types of experiences. And especially like with a movie. And and that's what I'm saying. Millions of dollars crafting. And the strike, pay the writers. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, pay (laughs) your writers. Four-day streaming royalties that you're not currently doing, you monsters. (laughs) Um, But but that's what I'm saying, Andy. Like there's an inconsistency in payments for things. So I I, find, I would think it might be hard to try to measure that from I, using one thing you currently like. I guess in my brain, I kind of separate them. Um, like, I don't mind valuing them differently. But, like, for this, I would say, like, for $11 an hour of football, and I guess I like football. Well, th- that math's so also it, wrong because it's eight hours on Sunday. <laughs> No one's watching all eight hours. No I, I do. I, I do, Andy. Most, <laughs> here's most the Sundays in fall, I do watch all eight hours. Let's talk about the hidden costs, okay? <laughs> because Family, religion. Because <laughs> if I'm watching eight hours, I'm going to need maybe two beers an hour. I, I don't have that problem, but and that's okay. I don't drink. <laughs> I'm not drinking PBRs, okay? I'm too old for that. So now, oh my God, I have to drink 16 beers on Sunday? <gasps> and Charles, Charles the, op- the operative word of that sentence, I have to. <laughs> <laughs> this is, well, let's, okay, maybe it's on a curve. I'm going to drink less over the day. So let's round down to maybe 10 or 11. Maybe I'll switch to wine. It's <laughs> But we're going to have to factor in alcohol, and then you're also going to need a beer cheese, Okay. I'm going to need to dip my pretzels in something. It's the game, you guys. And what else well, do you it, during the game? Well, well, Andy, remember, you're not watching one game. You're watching like eight games oh <laughs> at God. once. Oh, this sounds exhausting. It's fun. I like it. Is it? Oh, well, I'm sorry. I don't want to take that away from you. I watch people talk about the world burning down and think it's fun. So I shouldn't be judging this. I watch 20-year-old millionaires destroy their bodies for my pleasure. You know what? That's very fair. That's very yeah. fair. So really, all eight hours, James. Most most Sundays, yeah. How engaging is it? Tell me about this. Are you it's, playing Genshin Impact or? Honkai oh, I mean, yeah, Star no. There, I mean, a lot of times I will be doing. I will be playing a video game at the same time, okay. and then you know, it's you know, I'll kind of pause when like something big is happening or something sure. like that. Um, but yeah, it's like you know, it's it's just kind of it's great background noise for my day. And it's like, I get to kind of enjoy it and watch the games. And, you know, sometimes games get really close and you get really interested in for a while and then they're boring and you go do something else. Okay. So it's not nonstop fun. It's consistent. I will say consistent is maybe a better way to describe the equation. Oh, I know. Cause we got to factor in food, alcohol, and now inconsistent. I really, it's that's, it's not, I'm not having a tailgate party every Sunday. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's the big game. It's That's the, big the game. Super Bowl. You oh, <laughs> well, it's the game. Did you catch the game? Which one's the game? It's Are you talking about the Sunday Bowl. game? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I can't tell if he's joking or not. <laughs> no, I'm not. Because like people at work say, did you see the game? Or is it like, well, relative to the day okay. of the week, I guess? They're, so at funny. work, they're talking about your local team, which I would assume is the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So it's only local. No, it's, I, it's every game. 
Do I get a Packers game every Sunday? Or a Brewers game. Or Brewers. Oh, God. Uh, Almost. Almost. You don't get it every Sunday because they could potentially play on Thursday or Monday night. But once a week, you will get a Packers game outside of their one bye week a year where they take a rest week. Oh, that's nice. They get a break. Yeah, that's it. My trick to keeping up with that was let somebody else come up and bring it up first. And then I take whatever they said and I say to the next person. Oh, I was uh, going to say, Charles, because you don't care. No. How do you keep Seattle's very big into football, too, which is annoying. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, I don't. I don't have to. Remember? I take it and pass it along. Okay. I mean, listen, for the longest time, I, too, shunned the sports ball. And I said, that's not for me. I'm a nerd. I like (laughs) video games and anime. But then I got into gambling. (laughs) Let me tell you. Oh, sweet, sweet lady dopamine. That made this so much better. (laughs) And that's and that's, uh, you know. I flirt with gambling with my gacha uh, <laughs> yeah. and chance, but I, I, I've not crossed the line. It's a, it's a straw. It's a very distressing line if I were to ever cross it. So we won't. Are, are uh, online sports books in Washington yet? Actually, I believe so. Okay. Um, if not now, it will be soon. I yeah, I'm sure it will. Soon. Yeah. That's um, another hidden cost of the Sun NFL Sunday ticket. Oh my god! All right, <laughs> it's how much. All right, we, we vamped for half an hour. We have two stories. Let's no. do. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. hey, so James, let's talk about that thing we actually foreshadowed last week. Uh, I don't even remember yeah. anymore. Andy, well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> because uh, last week we uh, when we were talking about Redfall, yeah. uh, we brought up. Um, uh, on oh, your Phil side, because you were very sad um, about how Phil Spencer, if, if there's another failure coming up, if there is one, how long before he keeps his job? And then, funnily enough, one of our favorite other podcasts, kind of funny, had a was one of the first people that got to do an interview with Phil Spencer since all this stuff has happened, and a lot of news came out of it. Yep. Did they just jerk him off? Like, what happened? No, they no. did. No, they oh, Andy, I honestly recommend you go to listen to wow. it. It's, a, it's such a good, yeah, such well, a good um, one on one. Well, not one, the, one on three. <laughs> so, so Phil was supposed to go on the X Cast podcast, X Cast podcast, which is the kind of funny Xbox specific podcast. Which then you'd think, oh, it's you know, a fandom podcast. Of course, they're gonna like. Andy said jerk him off about it. But no, I mean, outside of the host, um, <laughs> Mike Howard, Snowbike Mike, who is just a bright, signing, a shining sun of positivity in everything he did. Although he did do a great job to, to not take away too much from. You also have uh, Gary Witta, who is just the meanest British man you've ever met in your life. And then, <laughs> and then um, I forgot what Paris's last name is. Lily. Paris Lily, um, who is... Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't really know how to describe Paris like so much, but just like he's a very no nonsense, like to the point kind of guy. Like he doesn't yeah. mince words. Yeah, one um, of the yeah one of the jokes that uh, Mike does when he introduces the 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 show is that he has it's him and his two gaming dads because both Gary Witta and Paris Lily are older and are our fathers to kids, um, and they definitely have like a dad voice uh, yeah. when they're talking. Yeah. Um, and so Phil was supposed to come on. This was all scheduled, um, I think, 
before way in advance way in advance way before redfall reviews came out and everything like that and you know I think the reviews came out and internally kind of funny. It was like, well, this, this interview is not happening. <laughs> um, but he feels like, no, I'll come on. And to his credit, like came on and took some fucking hard questions from the, uh, the X cast team there. Um, so, you know, obviously we talked about Redfall. One of the things, uh, you know, Redfall still getting shit on. Um, uh, there was a report today that there's like less people playing Borderlands 2 on Steam, or there's more people playing Borderlands 2 on Steam than playing Redfall right now. Borderlands but to be fair, to be fair, if you're playing on PC, you're probably playing on Game Pass, so yeah. you didn't buy. You didn't buy. Actually, it. So, that's a very good point. Thanks for yeah. calling that out. But still, it's still not a great thing. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? Not great. Um, and we shadow over Redfall last week, but you know, Phil came out and kind of talked about it being like. Um, a lot of key points, one of which is they didn't know it was going to be reviewed this badly. Um, if they did like mock internal reviews and they had it like double digits higher. Um, and he said it that way, but you know, 10 is still double digits, right? So, <laughs> yeah, you know, if like it scored a 62, I, I don't know where it's currently at an open critic, but it's in the low 60s. Like, you know, if it went up 10 points to 72, like, you could see how maybe they made that assumption or something like that. Like it was a low to mid seventies game as opposed to a low to mid sixties game. Um, so they didn't realize it was going to like be that bad when they released it. And just also like being very honest about, Hey, you know, Redfall was in, you know, it was decently along when they acquired Bethesda and they're like, we should have done a better job of supporting them. Like, and that's a, that's a very like, take it on the chin kind of thing to say, we're just like, you know, we failed, right? Like not the team failed or anything like that. Cause it's so easy to throw them under the bus. Like you can, we've talked about Phil being mad at um, me and Bethesda about how like these Starfield delays are getting a little out of hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but like to go out there and be like, no, I mean like this, we should have been more for them there instead of just being like, Hey, you got it. You go finish your game, and then the next one will work with you. And he's like, "This that was not the the move to make." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think one of the comments he also made was like, um, "You know, they probably they all they didn't communicate enough with the teens on like what it means to be published under Xbox, like as an Xbox first party game, sure, and like you know what expectations would be and all this other stuff, because." Yeah, I, I mean, again, it, it also comes with that whole thing. It, it the interview has so much good insights on like how Xbox did business and how they mm-hmm. see things, and I'm sure we'll we'll keep talking more about it. But like that one was very interesting, where they were just like, "Listen, we barely paid attention to the games <laughs> that were mid development. Like we, we, you know, we just we we kept that hands off. But all the ones that were in early development, we definitely." have been have more hands-on with which he mentioned specifically starfield was in earlier development than redfall was so we focused on starfield uh, you know or whatever not gonna lie i would have thought honestly and like when they bought the studios too i was thinking like oh if they're hands off if they let them do their own thing it's gonna turn out okay and it looks like it doesn't. <laughs> oh, <And> I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that means because these were successful studios before. They were doing really good stuff. 
So I don't know where the problems happen. Does Microsoft need to be more involved? Why does giving someone creative control not end up being successful? I don't know. It's just like it's opening this world of logistics that I do not understand. I know well, I think it isn't easy, but I think Charles's point that he like that he just brought up about what mm-hmm. Phil said was like it's it means a different thing to be a first party studio mm. as opposed to a third, which is like, hey, you know, you're a third party studio. You have your hits and misses, right? Sure. Um, when like when Sony released Days Gone and it didn't do well, everyone piled on them, right? That's fair. And it wasn't um, that bad. And it wasn't even that bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so it, it's kind of this thing of like, you're now representing our brand, right? Yeah. Like this game, like Redfall, you know, it's, it's, we can't just necessarily think about them as games. We have mm-hmm. to think about them as rese- representing the brand of Xbox. Sure. Um, and I, we think we talked a little bit about that last week too, about how far does goodwill get you right with bad games. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and that's that kind of thing is like, you have to build a brand of excellence from your first party studios. And then third party studios can kind of come in and be like, Oh, you know, this is great or something like that. But it, it's, I think they were still working in a third party developer mindset, which makes perfect sense why they would because microsoft went keep doing what you're doing yeah but but i think you know this this was part of xbox's like we're gonna build a first party studio stable and Mm -hmm. this is phil going we did not we we got all these studios but we didn't know how to make it into like a real game studio yeah like for for 2020 the 2023 or whatever Mm -hmm. you know essentially that's super interesting. I honestly thought letting a studio do what it does best, what it means, it just turns out great. But that was naive. Obviously, it was naive. I don't know how this crap works. Well, um, well I mean, and that, but that was also a key indicator, a uh, key difference too, Andy, which is um, Arcane has never made a game like Redfall before. That's a yeah. very good point. Uh, that It was them trying out something different. So um, their experience wasn't necessarily there on that section. Um, what I read is that it was a reaction to prey not doing well. I don't know if that's speculation, right? But you know, it's Tales like, of prey didn't do great. And we've, more, we've talked about that. Like the, it? huh? That was more marketing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, that's what we it talked about. It was the marketing. Yeah, it's like, everyone's just, why the fuck did we call it prey? Exactly. <laughs> like, it reviewed very well. I should say when yes. it didn't do well, it means sales. Like yeah, it's it's, it it's like a cult classic at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, we'll do the same thing. Do what everybody wants, right? It's the looter shooter, blah, 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 that we're all looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever that game is. Oh, no. Um, what's the game they delayed? Because it has Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. It sounded like they were trying to do a Suicide Squad and it just fell flat. Like, you can't, like, that's not where they're, I don't know. I don't know, you guys. I don't know. It sucks, though. But yeah. that's interesting that Phil went on this. Um, I don't know. Took his lumps. He took uh, his lumps, but, yeah. like, big whoop. It's like, okay, this isn't the first time this happened, though, right, Phil? Yeah, it's not the first time, but I also think this is the first time to come out and be like, Here's the ways we, it's not like, I think Charles and I talked about last week. Oh, we're going to support the game. You know, the, uh, you know, obviously this game isn't where we want it to be. And, you know, we'll, we'll continue to support it. And he did, you know, 
bring out those those uh those favorites yeah Yeah. but he also i mean like to come out and be like no here's specifically where our failures are Mm -hmm. right is a kind of honesty you don't usually get Mm -hmm. and especially from like the The head of the (laughs) yeah Yeah. and there's even and there's more from the interview like um um so like andy paris in the interview on his turn at asking questions was just like hey last year you sent out you know you displayed a slide that was just like these are here is all the games coming out in the next 12 months mm-hmm. and, then the, and then paris tried to be nice and go you didn't necessarily deliver that and then phil spencer immediately went like it's not necessarily we didn't we did not deliver the you know the promised you know, all these games will come out in 12 months. Or I saw someone did a comparison math on it. 59% of them came out. So just, <laughs> a, just, just, just a hair over half of yeah. these, of all the games are like, these are the ones you're going to be playing every one of these games in the next 12 months. And they released just over half of them. Yeah. This man's going to ruin my stupid fantasy draft. If Silk Song doesn't come out this year, but, uh, <laughs> but like, um, yeah. And talking about that, he was definitely, he was very candid in in these interviews, which is like, I'm not going to say I necessarily um, like Phil Spencer. We don't, I don't know him. So not, I mean, I'm we not like him better than Jim Ryan. Yeah, true Jim Ryan. <laughs> uh, um, I don't know if we like him better than Doug Bowser or Reggie fils but. <laughs> Wait, it's Spencer a Republican. Let's look this up. Phil Spencer? I don't know. I mean, he's, I, I don't. I, I don't think Jim so. Ryan is. Oh no, it's also the name of a Republican senator or something. Yeah. Yeah. So um but like I would say Phil is is a you know he's a good interviewer, right? And like easily can win people over. Um and like part of me is just like is on guard of just like, is half of this an act? You know? But to be honest with you, my judgment on the you know just watching the the interview is no, he's uh, incredibly frustrated and like uh, disappointed too, um, and he he looked lit during it. It was it's uh, and I think he let slip quite a bit more just because of his state of mind and everything else. Yeah. yeah so, so two yeah, other pre- big points that came out, I think that a lot of people reported on. Um, he also talked a little bit about Starfield and all that. I don't know if we'll get to that because I do want to talk about the Nintendo story after this. But um, <clears throat> one is that um, he, he basically said we're in third place, um, which is crazy to just oh, say. Like, sure. yeah. Um, and, and, and basically, you know, we are behind PlayStation and Nintendo. We are solidly in third place. And secondly, um, you know, I don't think like because we lost the Xbox one generation, we are just in such a position of being behind that. It's so hard to catch up mm-hmm. because the PS4 Xbox one generation, it was everybody was building their digital libraries. Mm-hmm. And now we're behind this eight ball of like, well, you know, like if is Starfield, I think his exact quote is there is no world where Starfield is an 11 out of 10 and people are selling their PS fives. That's not going to happen. Mm. Right. Because people are bought into ecosystems. So no one's going to Starfield could be the greatest game ever. No one's going to run out and leave the PlayStation ecosystem just to play Starfield. Yeah. Right. At best, what you can hope to be is their second console, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's an incredible piece of honesty from the head yeah. of 
that it, it like it 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 like puts this bigger emphasis on what their strategy is and why they've like delved into game pass so hard yeah like i like uh, i know there's a lot of people that kind of are taking this in a different way where they're just like xbox is abandoning consoles or trying to make good just trying to make good games um which i think is too reductionist like that's not what you know it he doesn't say that yeah yeah um those are not the exact words uh you know that are being said um but yeah it's it's such a it was not something you hear any president of a company would admit to be like yeah this is where we are in the competition and we are in a bad spot mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're not saying that you don't even say that in an earnings call <laughs> but yeah and, and the idea being that like game pass is they're a way to be like, okay, we can't get people to buy all these games and build up their library. So we have to trick them into having a library essentially <laughs> via game pass, which honestly they're doing a good job of like the, the reason like Xbox probably hasn't completely fallen off today is because of Phil Spencer oh, and game pass. Um, but it's, I still hold my point. I don't know. Starfield doesn't deliver. And as much as like I appreciate Phil's honesty and his contrition, it's like all the all the good feelings in the world still isn't success. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I don't know. I don't think Starfield's going to be that good. Uh, the ESRB ratings came out today, yeah, Andy. I saw that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it included some of the uh, suggestive language for adult scenes. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, including such lines as uh what is it? Life is a sexually transmitted disease that's a hundred percent fatal. Oh, and the other one was um, uh, it was great. That was great. But next time, let's try it without the jetpacks. Oh, that, that was in a that was in a situation po- uh, post uh, coitus. Yeah, and so uh, then maybe it's like cheeky. Like, maybe the game's not taking itself seriously. I mean, Fallout's pretty... I mean, like, you, you think about kind of the humor in Fallout. You Unfortunately, know? I haven't played, so I don't know. God, Andy, why do we even do a show with you? Because it's like, it's a boring PC-looking game. <laughs> I don't want to play it. <laughs> I'm glad you like it. I, I played Fallout 76, okay? the worst one yeah are there any other points from the spencer interview you wanted to to touch on um something that was uh uh, the final well i maybe it's not brought up here but at the end of the interview um something i i admired the hosts for saying this outright which is there's an xbox showcase coming up are you going to be more specific about what the games can do for what you're highlighting so like for specifically um mike howard the host said starfield are you going to talk about whether or not it's going to have uh support 30 and 60 fps and and it feels like yes we're going to be clear about what it can do because historically you know with redfall they announced that it can't even do 60 fps on console on console yeah which is a crazy thing like you can't get done so i you know i think the host definitely kept them to task did what they could um and Starfield, I just don't think. I, I, I agree. I don't think Starfield is going to be an 11 out of 10 game. It'll probably be a 90 or 80 at best. Um, 
if it doesn't crack in 90, it's going to be real tough for them. Like it, I like realistically, I see it. Bethesda games are weird. <laughs> like the games are buggy. Is is well, no, no. I mean that's true, right? But if you told me that, like, when I played Skyrim when it came out, if you told me this is going to be one of the best-selling games of all time, I wouldn't have necessarily thought of it that way. Like, Skyrim was a great game when I played it, but like, I don't know. It's it's how people hook into games is very specific to. It's almost kind of like where everyone is when the game was released and how easy it is to get mm-hmm. stuck into it. Like, mm-hmm. I think they learned the lesson that Fallout 4 was just a touch too linear to, for people to just run off and do everything. Um, we, we just it's, It kind of has that cyberpunk problem, right? Which is, it's like, you have to save your son in Fallout 4. So every other thing you're doing feels like the least important thing in the world. Oh, sure. Um, like in cyberpunk, it's like, Hey, you're going to die in a week. And it's like, yeah, but I could really go steal all these cars. You know, <laughs> it's like, um, I think they've learned that lesson based on what I've heard from them. Cause you have to give players enough agency to explore your world without feeling like they're ignoring the main storyline. Skyrim is like so good at just being like, I don't know, fucking go do what you want. Like they don't even let you, they don't even really drag you into the main storyline unless you go to like a couple cities. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I could, I definitely attest to that. And, but to be honest with you, um, and due to my, maybe not necessarily unique, but de- definitely not common experience. So my experience with Skyrim was I didn't, I did not engage the main quest line at all. Like I, I went into Whiterun and then did ignore that entire thing. And then I just went to each village on the map and just did all their quests. I was almost done. And then I hit the game breaking save wouldn't load anymore and it would be stuck uh, in the little screen. So I never played the game. I don't even know who Parthenex is. I had to look it up. <laughs> <laughs> People were talking about a Yeti and I was like, I don't know about that. But and I hated that whole thing because I was I bought the game and my mentality for lack of direction was just, I don't know, just go and do quests until I can't do any more quests. Did you play on the PS3? <laughs> Yeah, that was the worst version. It was the worst version. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and that's well, why Bethesda has no hold over me. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the worst versions of games, let's talk about the Switch. Oh, yeah. Version? <laughs> I mean, every game that's on the Switch is the worst version <laughs> of a game. Okay, that's fair. Even even games that are Switch exclusives, you're oh, still playing the worst oh, version. Now Andy, you're you, and have you seen the 60 FPS Breath of the Wild emulated game videos? They look no. so good. Oh, they're so much better. Oh. Breath of the Wild looks so much better on a PC. Oh. Anyway, um, Nintendo uh, gave its financial report yesterday, um, and couple numbers to know about. Uh, they updated how many Switch units have been sold. 125 million Switch units, putting it, I believe, firmly in third place of the highest-selling consoles of all time, um, behind the PS2 and the Nintendo DS. Um, they also gave some numbers on... Oh, shit, this article doesn't have it. Oh, no. No. So oh, anyway, I gave the numbers on uh, the software sales for the year. Um, 
E, what is it? Po- uh, Software sold $213 million. I'll find it. Hang on. Or it's, yeah. yeah. They're still uh, making a lot of money, but they're publicly yeah. traded, right? Yes, they are. They are. Oh, they're it's not a- making enough. Just to um, just to recognize the enormity of being number three of best-selling game console of all time, Switch one, you know, one hundred twenty-eight million, give or take. Xbox Series X, yeah, X and S thirteen point five six million. <gasps> yeah. Or, uh, yeah. Sorry, no, no, eighteen million. Sorry, eighteen point. How much was GameCube? Do you have that in front of you? Yep, twenty-one point seven four million. How much was Dreamcast? Oh, let me keep scrolling down. Oh, no. Uh, 9.13 million. Oh, that breaks my heart. How much Sega was did made the, Sega made the right decision, okay? Listen, the Dreamcast was really good. Wii U was 13.56 million. So is that more than Xbox? Uh, for which? Uh, sorry, the, X. The current X. generation of yeah. Xbox? Uh, no. Uh, that was the one I misread. Um, Xbox Series X is the next one above it, which is 18.5. Now, the other important thing, and although technically it's not fair because these consoles are from across all the years of generation, um, you know, where you live in modern times, games are more accessible, so there's a bigger audience. However, (laughs) we are looking at PS2 and Nintendo DS (laughs) as being the top ones, so eh, I guess we can't. Yeah, uh, and I found the, uh, the software sales. So they updated the total numbers for the uh, top-selling software on the Nintendo Switch. Mario Kart 8 Eight Deluxe. Double still, yeah. 8 Deluxe still holds first place with 53.8 million Jesus sellers. Christ! That's they, just, they don't need just, to make another one. Just about... Five that's, that, that's about a 48% attach rate, I think, just about for every Switch. And it's not a pack. And Andy, number two, Animal Crossing's New Horizons. Makes 42 sense. million units sold. Not a Mario game. Yep. No, oh, no, you got to keep going. Number three, Super Smash Brothers, 31 million units okay. sold. Okay. Yep. Number four, Legend of Zelda, 29.8 million units sold. Wow. Then you have Pokemon Sword and Shield. And then after that, then you get Super Mario Odyssey interesting then you get a pokemon scarlet and violet which is the newest released one and then after that you get super mario party oh the the one they got right (laughs) (laughs) sitting at 19 million units sold oh we need to play that yeah the the good one yeah (laughs) yeah the good one um and then uh, new super mario brothers u deluxe the wii u re-release that is in ninth place and then in 10th place andy ring fit adventure with 15 million hey, units sold. Hey, yeah. Wow. Uh, they they must have made so much money. Uh, not listed in this exact one I'm looking, but I know the numbers also is uh, Metroid Prime Remaster sold 1.9 million units since its wow. release. Wow. I wonder if that's not more bad. than it sold on GameCube. <laughs> probably. No, I probably sold more than that on GameCube. Um, other things basically was that the uh, president of Nintendo—I uh, can't remember who actually gave the art, who gave the report—but basically said there will be a slowdown in hardware uh, sales upcoming, and also they have no plans to release a new Switch in the fiscal year 2024. Whoa! Really? Yep. Wow. 
Remember now, when we were fair, like so sure we were gonna get Tears of the Kingdom with the new console iteration? I, I wasn't, but you were. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, actually, so here's the thing: there has been a lot of discussion about what the exact translation of that says. Okay, and that's one of the things we have. It, it could be that we're not planning to, or we have nothing to announce. Okay, so I still kind of hold out thought that we may get. So I have a feeling in August you may get the announcement of the next switch because you want to give Tears of a Kingdom at least three months to sell plus the OLED that they released for it. Now, and then what I, I would say for that, James, though, is yeah. we should distinguish a, a little bit more and saying next switch. We're saying next console generation. For Nintendo, right? we don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> no, <laughs> Traditionally, yeah, Nintendo makes a hard cut. They if they do it again this time, I I don't like. It's I, so frustrating. <laughs> I'm not a fan of just creating new, like updated hardware spec for a Switch. I think it needs to be an actual next generation upgrade. Um, because what if they figure if you, out a way to sell you a unit that allows you to keep your Switch? And then you can kind of plug it like almost like a plug in GPU card, essentially. Yeah. Rumble packs. We'll just have no, a, I mean, a, a I mean, yes and Rumble no. Right? It's like it's like a do- like the dock, right? Yeah. has a dedicated discrete GPU in it. But people also it's meant to also be handheld. You have yeah, to do something that's mode. like both that you can. Well, handheld mode is not terrible for most switch games because the switch is such a small um, it runs at such a small resolution. Hmm. I don't know. It's like I think like half the thing is for performance, right? It's better when it's docked. It's that's actually not true for some games. Okay. Yeah, it's actually a lot of games lately are better in like um, Scarlet and Violet are better in handheld mode than they are docked. Weird. Yep. Because it's because the resolution goes up. Yeah. And the resolution goes up. It's more performance demand. Hmm. So my thing about this whole thing is, is I I if if you try to make another iteration of within the same generation, it's an it's another set of years where all your games you make are tied down to the la- the lowest thing you still have to support, and it's a nightmare and it's annoying, and it, and it gets in the way of making much more higher fidelity games and doing everything else, and if you do that, you definitely are just saying you have probably another year or two of games which you feel like we're kind of tapping out on in terms of nintendo's once talked about we make one good iteration one great iteration of our franchises per generation and it's like okay you're gonna make another uh, thing i mean what i would say that that was more true when Nintendo was making their own processors and stuff for their consoles, right? Like the this um, they're on the the Nvidia Tegra chip now, which is a pretty standard CPU. So the idea of like matching that to something else is not as hard anymore. Like it, it's it's the same fucking reason like Metal Gear Solid Five is stuck on the PS3. Because of that fucking cell processor. Um, now, like Xbox and PlayStation Five are both using standard um, AMD APUs, and the Switch is using NVIDIA. 
like my goal is metal gear solid four by the way oh you're right i did mean four i'm correct you're correct i'm wrong thank you um but back to metal gear solid four james (laughs) i've never played it uh it's a shame I know, I know. It's once they get once uh, our PS3 gets gets it working perfectly, uh, <laughs> we're almost there. But anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, it's not as hard for them to do that now, and especially if they stay on the Nvidia track, right? DLSS is really good. Like DLS, DLSS is what Nintendo needs um, because then it kind of does a lot of their performance work for them, especially for people like fucking Game Freak. So, I, um, I don't know. I, 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 in my heart, I know Nintendo is always going to do the stupidest possible thing, like naming it the new 3DS, right? No, um, Super Nintendo Switch, but it's going to be so cute. No, it's going to be the new Switch. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I realized that was real bad. But, but I, I feel like when you have the third best-selling console of all time you maybe play it a little closer to the chest this time. <laughs> maybe you go, you know what? Maybe this time, maybe this time we play it a little safer. <laughs> yeah. Which I, I think everybody just wants one with updated specs. I, I think they have to stay with the handheld format. It was genius. It was genius. So stick with it, Nintendo. I I, I still, I, I hold, we will find out by August. Yeah, I would, I would say that um i i think whatever they do like if they make a new generation it will still be it will be backwards compatible compatible with the switch like even if it's not the same form factor or anything they'll still be like yeah there'll be two separate controls it'll be easy to just uh play your old games on it Mm -hmm. much like phil spencer's earlier thing of saying like the people's digital libraries are now important for people yeah yeah, exactly i definitely think that backwards compatibility is now absolutely a um must have feature and not a nice to have oh yeah if only playstation tried a little bit harder (laughs) i mean you you know what the most nintendo way to do it is right which is like hey we have backwards compatibility and it's through nintendo online as long as you pay us ten (laughs) dollars then you get to have all your switch games on your new switch or whatever they call it yeah, that that is the definitely. most. Why well, that is probably the way for, they will go? For, that's what they're already doing. That so yes. Yeah, exactly <laughs> right. So this is what I'm. They're they've kind of freeloaded the idea into us almost. Um, I wouldn't. Now that I've I've said that out loud, I feel like that's almost inevitable. But we will see. Uh, Charles, do you? I I would give you any cl- more closing thoughts on this. Um. It has to be a new console. Don't fucking just make another safe iteration in the same generation. I just want a new console. <laughs> that or stop going after people making nice emulators for my Steam Deck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kotaku is fucking stupid for publishing the... <laughs> uh, uh, there, yeah, we're, we can get into it. Kotaku published this whole thing about you could download the ROM for Tears of the Kingdom and load it on an emulator. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then Nintendo sh- sued that uh, the emulator maker to oblivion. Oh. They, uh, they, they sl- uh, one of my favorite my favorite uh, SmackDown statements was he's, they smacked the taste out his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. But we will have to just... Dis- but next week, mm-hmm. we'll have to discuss 
the greatest game of all time, Tears of the Kingdom. Hey, I will be right. playing. I will be playing it at midnight on Thursday, mm-hmm. or whenever the fuck it's getting released. Whatever, whatever time zone Nintendo deigns to release it, I will be awake and playing it. Um, and I will tell you all about it next week on another episode mm-hmm. of Add to Party, <laughs> a friendship simulator masquerading as a new show. I've been your host, James. I can't believe Tears of the Kingdom is only two days away, Hartwell. And I've been joined by Charles, finished Final Fantasy Type Zero over the weekend, and now might play Dredge or Telling Lies or Forgotten City, Yamat. And I've been joined by Andy. I have a handle of gin on my desk, and that's a weird feeling. Okay. So don't have a problem. Right, just to be clear. <laughs> it's just so big. Well, I didn't uh-huh. want to get up and make another gin and tonic during the, the recording. So you just drank it straight out of the handle? or No, I brought over some more tonic and lime juice, and I just mixed some more. But it just feels weird having mm-hmm. it on my desk. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear it. Yeah. This big boy. Anyways. Oh, I think I said K. So that not all of that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it is. The alcohol doesn't yeah. represent me. It's just a part of me. <laughs> it's just so big, you guys. It has a hand. Have a good night. Good night. Have a good night. Bye. <laughs>